When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, live up to the hype? The dawn of the Second Age is nearly upon us. At long last, Prime Video's highly anticipated The Lord of the Rings series will premiere this Friday. The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, takes place centuries and centuries before the events of the films and books that we know and love, unless you love the Silmarillion, in which case, hey, it's your time to shine, buddy. With a rumored billion-dollar price tag, The Rings of Power is reportedly the most expensive TV show of all time. So, was that money well spent? Well, as of Wednesday morning, the reviews are in. Critics were allowed to screen and review the first two episodes of the eight-episode first season, and the results are mostly positive. As with any epic fantasy series, the first episodes are devoted to table setting, introducing us to the myriad characters and factions, and establishing some of the season-long mysteries that will unfold in the remaining six episodes. So, what do the critics have to say? GameSpot's Mason Downey wrote, The first two episodes of Rings of Power do a great job of laying out all this exposition in an engaging and easy-to-follow way. There's definitely a grand scale to it with plenty of proper nouns and poetic turns of phrase tossed in for good measure, but it's never bogged down or difficult to keep track of. CNET's Aaron Carson also complimented the series on the delicate balancing act they're attempting to pull off. The Rings of Power makes a steady return to Middle-earth, offering all the things that endeared the originals to so many of us those many years ago. The breathtaking vistas, the latex prosthetics, and even the occasional bouts of ponderous dialogue delivered to some point on the horizon. IGN's Alex Stedman also praised the show's debut, saying Prime Video's Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power is a unique take, telling something of its own story using a distant time period of the lore that Tolkien mostly laid out in broad strokes. It's a bold approach, and here Fortune has favored it. The two-episode premiere marks a strong start with breathtaking cinematography, excellent acting, and a story that, after a somewhat labored setup, shows some serious promise and intrigue. When it comes to lore, though, Tolkien fans will be among the first to tell you this world can be a tad bit overwhelming. While the show does a solid job at establishing the stakes and introducing us to a metric ton of characters and backstories, it could be a bit overwhelming to the more casual fans out there, at least at first. Slash Films Chris Evangelista wrote, There's a lot to keep track of here. I found myself consulting Lord of the Rings wikis as I watched just so I could keep track of who is who. The series helpfully shows us a map every time it travels from one location to the next, but it's fair to say a large chunk of The Rings of Power is devoted to giving hardcore Tolkien fans plenty to sit up and point at as if they were that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And folks, if you also want to do your own Leo impression, make sure you check out Matt Karen's phenomenal explainer videos, which you can watch on our channel right now. Here I come. Oh, here I come. Oh. Moving on, but why those Kate Sanchez praised the show's creature work and costuming, but thinks the series is a ways to go to live up to its full potential. Don't get me wrong, the Rings of Power episodes 1 and 2 are good, but they don't reach the height that the budget or the property have stoked in the past months of marketing. As someone who uses Mithrandir as her screen name, I want more. The good news is, as a foundational episode, so long as the series grows on itself and takes advantage of the runtime scope and scale of Middle-earth, it can get there. 
Despite Sauron's evil looming on the horizon, In vs. Alex Welch found the show's lack of a clear-cut villain in the initial installments to be a detriment to the story. On the other hand, the lack of a major antagonist in the Rings of Power's opening installments creates an unfortunate sense of waywardness. At times, the show's disparate storylines feel like they are only connected by the vague notion that evil may be just around the corner. Consequently, there are moments, especially in the Rings of Power's second episode, when the series' continent-spanning structure feels frustratingly unwieldy. Superhero-hyped Luke Y. Thompson found the series' first two episodes to be lacking as well, comparing them to the Star Wars prequels. On the heels of a surprisingly compelling Game of Thrones prequel series, it's a shame to have to say that the first episode of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, is rough going. Much like the Star Wars prequels, it may be best suited to fans so dedicated that they can stand characters talking at length about politics in the fictional universe. Stephen Colbert and Jeff Bezos may enjoy those parts, but will you? As for Entertainment Weekly's Darren Franich, he minced even fewer words, saying, Viewers hungry for Middle-earth anything could be satisfied, and I guess you could argue Rings of Power is no worse than all the other expensively empty genre adventures that have proliferated through the streaming era. But this series is a special catastrophe of ruined potential, sacrificing a glorious universe's limitless possibilities at the altar of tried-and-true blockbuster desperation. Now, to end things on a more positive note, here's The Verge's Charles Pulliam Moore with an assessment that I largely agree with. Regardless of whether it's streaming or airing on traditional networks, it's rare that a series lives up to its studio's dreams of it simultaneously feeling like a bingeable TV show and like a big, expensive cinematic event. Between a slate of strong performances, an eye for impactful minutiae, and a solid sense of its own ability to grow beyond the canon that it's not technically a part of, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power definitely seems like it could be just that. Now, as for yours truly, I really enjoyed these episodes overall. Beyond the thrill of seeing what predictions we got right and wrong in our trailer breakdowns, it was a welcome return to Tolkien's sweeping mythos in an era long before what we've seen previously on screen. Now, like many others have mentioned, the first episode is a bit of a slow start compared to episode two, but when taken in conjunction, they make for an auspicious debut. Pacing issues aside, for the time being, I am cautiously optimistic they'll be able to stick the landing and continue to plumb the depths of Tolkien lore so they can explore unexpected aspects of Middle-earth. With a charismatic cast, dazzling cinematography, lavish production design, and a truly epic score, Bear McCreary crushed this, The Rings of Power feels like money well spent so far. Or to put it in Gandalf's words, It's quite cool. Anyway, folks, there you have it. That's what the critics are saying about Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. The first two episodes debut on Prime Video on September 2nd, and new episodes drop each Friday after that. And if you want to dive even deeper into this world, we have both videos and articles galore just waiting for you over on Nerdist. For now, though, tell us, are you excited for this show? Did Amazon delve too greedily and too deep? What character are you most excited to see explored further? Me. Let us know in the comments below. And for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com.